This is Madhouse, a podcast on a mission to tell stories of how creators in Africa get things done. I'm your host, Gabriel Mundapa. Today's episode is produced by Box Studios in Kampala and is bound to leave you inspired. We're immensely grateful for your unwavering support as we continue our mission of bringing truly inspiring stories. It fills our hearts with gratitude to announce that Madhouse is now blessed with the invaluable support of Mayuyuka Kawunda, a gifted editor, writer of compelling copy and stories, an extraordinary music creator and playlister. Please share and leave a review on your favorite podcast application as this helps us get discovered and inspires a wider audience. If you want to do more, you can donate to us. Your donations help us tell more stories of limitless possibilities. For more details, please check the show notes. Let's dive in into another exciting episode of Madhouse. an exciting episode of Madhouse. Join us as we delve into a fascinating conversation with Tom Oketch about his journey of curiosity, failure, faith, and community, plus all the exciting things he has been up to in the world of technology and the lessons he has learned along the way. Enjoy the episode. dive in and do a thing <laughs> we don't really yeah so yeah i it's not it's not that corporate i wish i should do that stuff like in this yeah. podcast like this person sure i don't know anyway so yeah just tell us who you are <laughs> just tell us who you are uh what you do uh yeah all those cool things yeah we don't like yeah, like you introduce yourself. Oh, I don't you want to be the head man because I make ad soup and things that may not be may not be there. So, like you, you, you be on hype man for this one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, my name is Tom Clement Oketch. Uh, I am very Ugandan. DJ sounds. And I. <laughs> I am a yeah. I'm a software engineer working with ThoughtWorks, uh, based in San Francisco. Um, I mostly work on infrastructure, uh, and what that means very broadly is um, I help build uh, platforms mm. and uh, sort of ecosystems that mm. uh, host other people's applications, typically. Yeah. Um, so I tend to work with a lot of developers um, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, but yeah, I've been uh, I've been doing that for a while. Um, it's I've also I've actually transitioned okay. into uh, from several different roles, and this is my current role right now. But I've also worked okay. in um, okay. sort of quality mm. uh, testing and automation, uh, a bit of product management, um, <laughs> yeah, just and like, a bit of sysadmin as well. So kind of like a, going a journey with the flow and just like going. Uh, that's interesting. So I'm just curious, yeah. how did this all begin? Like, I mean, like I'm very curious about like how Tom got into like computers and like all these like build things and how it all just started. Like, how did you start as a child, and like how did you get like very yeah? I mean. Yeah, way yeah, back, I, way back. You see it as a child. Old, so old men, so like just say, in 1908, <laughs> and then we yeah. start there. <laughs> yeah. 
We're not that old. We're not that old, Keith. Um, but yeah, I I just know that uh, when I was a kid, I okay, I was really curious about mm. a bunch of things and how they worked, uh, mostly like electronics. And so I remember uh, putting apart <laughs> many different things from like videos to <laughs> just you know, curious. Kind of Why the person they used to, to beat a lot at the end of the day where they're like, "Why did you don't and break this stuff?" And then. <laughs> Like being from, yeah, just the thought of breaking a lot of things that shouldn't be broken just reminded me of a lot of things. But yeah, keep going. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, you're you're good. I I mean, I I think I was fortunate enough that my parents weren't that harsh. Oh, nice. Nice. I think they probably thought of it as a learning experience. Uh, (laughs) And so... I mean, I, I definitely got yeah. scolded. Um, I don't remember too many beatings, <laughs> but yeah. I was also like probably too stubborn yeah. to remember most of the things that happened. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah. I, I did I did break a lot of things uh, at home. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, th- that was just me. Like I was just really curious about how things worked. And I do remember like one of the stories that I remember where I knew that I really messed up is uh, my sister had this friend who had at that time, like one of the, these amazing smartphones at the time was like a Nokia that opens up with like a full keyboard. And I don't remember the context, uh, but this was a bit, this was when I was a bit older and I did actually end up opening that (laughs) and I failed to put it back. So I, yeah, essentially, I wow, I uh, yeah. I broke the phone. Like, <laughs> this was a very expensive smartphone at the time. So I, I remember she was angry, and I was scared, and I was worried, and I, yeah. things happened. I don't even remember exactly what, but <laughs> that's one of the yeah. the times when I was like, okay, I, I probably mm. need to get better at this. Like, I I, I can't just yeah. keep opening up things and uh, not having a plan for them. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, so how how that relates to how okay. I got into computers is I kind of applied the same sort of curiosity um, to computers. I remember as a child being yeah. Um, yeah. my mom getting me from school, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'd, I'd spend some time in her office before we went back home in the evening. And <laughs> yeah. I think initially she had like different ways of trying to keep me busy, but this one time she. Yeah. She let me loose on her computer, and there were games to play on her computer. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, actually, I can play computer. I can play computer games on this thing." There was like, yeah. I think, the one uh, and only. <laughs> like Minesweeper, yeah. Yeah. which was like <laughs> the easy game. To play. Yeah, but then I also realized that there was a, for some reason, there was yeah. a, a piano on uh, the, yeah. that computer, and yeah. you, you know, you just click on different notes and. That was fun. Yeah, so yeah. I think that kept me busy yeah, yeah. for as long as I could remember <laughs> whenever I was in her office. Um, to, okay. Yeah, so I think that's um, kind of how like I got into like, computers. Yeah, and, to like start yeah I wouldn't even with, say that I had yeah, a computer at yeah. home. Uh, so it was just like learning, like getting an opportunity. Like, were you like the person yeah. who was like always trying to find like a PC? Like me, when I, when I think we got, I started getting weird with PCs. 
it was like very like any opportunity for me to find a PC wherever I could find it. Mm-hmm. I kind of went all out and like either begged the neighbor to get in and just like play with his PC. It was like crazy. It was just weird. As long as it was a PC, I always found a way. But I'm just curious about how since you said the PC was always at your mom's office, but I'm curious how you always how you always like like found ways to I guess learn more about I guess the world of PCs. Because I guess it's like Windows, what, 95? I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, so that I think that's a great question. That's also interesting. Um, so it would have been, mm. it would have probably been like yeah. 90, 97, yeah. 98. Uh, oops, my... Uh, um, but yeah, like yeah. I, I didn't have, so yeah. the only access to computers that I had was my mom's yeah. office at the time. Um, and then when I went to high school uh, yeah. in, uh, I went to SMARC. And yeah. We had uh, a computer lab at the time. And it was, yeah. it's kind of interesting when I look back at it, because I, I think <laughs> there were probably not yeah. more than 30 computers for the whole school <laughs> with like super slow internet like you'd go for computer classes and <laughs> you would you'd sign into yeah. like yahoo mail and because you're trying to be on yeah. email and then i think by the end of like 30 minute class you've only been able to see like one email because it was that slow in loading um but yeah i think in terms of access yeah. i i tried yeah. to get access to those computers to yeah. the lab uh just so i could you know, learn more about it. Uh, but mm. I didn't actually have much luck there because um, I think yeah. what happened is the, the students in like uh, the okay. higher classes yeah, had a lot more access. Privileges. Depending on if yeah. you're like a prefect yeah. or <laughs> you had sort of connections, right? Yeah, exactly. But one other thing that sort of happened is um, I remember that I think this was, I don't remember which class mm-hmm. this was, Yeah. but it's, it's interesting because this story of like computers is also sort of intertwined yeah. with my love for music. Uh, yeah. When I went to SMARC, I sort of started okay. playing uh, keyboard because one of the guys who was playing at the time wasn't, was going to be leaving and he, he saw it as an opportunity to, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. train someone else yeah. to be able to play keyboards and, and stuff. And through my involvement with that um there's another story that came up where uh, uh, someone donated okay. uh, dj equipment to the school and yeah. that dj equipment was super high tech at the time right because it was like you yeah. have the turntables and, and all that but you also had a computer yeah. because we were playing some of the music from mp3s on a computer and because mm. at that time i was the one who was mostly playing keys um yeah, the the person in charge of like the entertainment was like, hey, you know, could you also like, are you you think you can operate this thing? And I was like, yeah, yeah of course yeah. I can. So I went on to use that to learn, right? Um, and okay. that gave me a lot more access to yeah. the computer yeah. for yeah. mostly for music things, but also I could use it for other things nice. as well. And so I think that really helped me gain access, so yeah. that when I wasn't studying, uh, let's say over the weekends, I was either. Playing music oh, or nice, just learning nice, about nice, computers nice. from the that one computer music. that I had oh, access to. We could just give music 
<laughs> music the credit for all your yeah. wins just be like let's thank god and music for for giving us i'm just curious about like computers and music you just mentioned music i'm just curious about like your music yeah, like history and like your i guess like and like your love for it and how you found it like in the early days like the intertwining of like i guess computers and music but i just want to know how yeah. how that was for you and like where and what interesting things were you finding as you were DJing and and, and I guess playing MIDI was like very early on I guess right in a way so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah that, that is something that I'm super passionate about uh, because yeah. I, like I said it, it does it sort of intertwine uh, sort of computers and music um because when I look back at it, um, so yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to figure out like the time when I even yeah. got into like MIDI yeah. <laughs> and I'm not even sure when it was, but I think yeah. that program that I talked about like, where I was yeah. in my mom's office and I was playing like a, a, a keyboard. Yeah. I think that was a MIDI yeah. application at some point. I don't remember what, which one it was. Um, but if I fast forward to, um, mm, mm. I think this was S6 VAC. Um, yeah. I had been, so when mm, I was doing yeah. the, the, the DJ things, I wasn't doing a lot of MIDI. I, say. Yeah. I mean, I probably was, but yeah. I didn't have much sense of what was going on. Yeah. But it's only when I got into uh, S6 VAC that yeah. I joined up yeah. with a, a really good friend of mine, Nelson, <laughs> who was setting up a band. Yeah. Uh, we shall play HOP instrumentals at, at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we shall. Yeah, this was, this was a... Yeah, we shall put <laughs> Yeah. No, that, that, was a, that was a great time. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great time of learning and, and just exploring. But uh, I remember, because yeah. yeah. we, were, we were in SMAC together, so myself and Nelson, and I remember we... When I was playing keys, we yeah. we had a few conversations yeah. here and there. Mm. We would talk about like music and making beats and producing. Um, so when we met up in VAC, yeah. he was like, "Yeah, I'm setting up a band, and yeah. uh, would you want to be part of it?" Uh, this was at All Saints, and I was like, "Yeah, of course, I would. I would love to, yeah, to you know, sort of explore because yeah. you it's VAC. You don't yeah. really have anything that you're trying to do. You're you're looking for plot, right? Okay. Um, it it turned out to be a really really great experience." Yeah. Um, even just for my own growth as a Christian. Um, but yeah, when, when you got, in, got into that, um, we didn't have, we were basically self-sponsored, right? And I remember trying to play uh, the keyboard that we had at the time. I yeah. think it was mm -hmm. a, it was like one of the Yamaha PSRs, I think. Um, so, yeah. you know, budget keyboard, not really great sounds and all. Um, and I just remember thinking through, like listening to all the music that I was hearing on yeah. radio. And I was like, I want yeah. what we're playing to sound like that. Like I want it to be better. And I started going down this road of exploring yeah. and I realized that people yeah. have like really, really great keyboards, like these workstations from, uh, yeah. I think at the time it was like the, the Tritons, the yeah. Coke Tritons. And then there was like the Yamaha, yeah. the Motifs and all that. They still are very expensive. But they were super expensive. <laughs> Like, uh, I was getting one of those keyboards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, we totally are, right? 
because mm-hmm. there were I don't know three, four, five thousand US dollars, and <laughs> be like, man, yeah, this is money that can probably buy me a car, right? Um, yeah, so I was like, well, there must be another way, and I think when I was uh, yeah. watching, yeah, we also used to watch like a whole bunch of concerts to sort of get inspiration, and I remember watching, um, mm-hmm. like seeing for a bunch of concerts that I was yeah. watching. These guys were using these yeah. workstations, but they also had like a laptop on the side. And yeah. I was like, I was really curious about that. It's like, why do they have a laptop on the side? Yeah. It, it can't just be for like yeah. lyrics or like chords, right? Um, yeah. So that sort of took me down the, the road of uh, exploring. Laptops about, next, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. My main question was, why do they have laptops and how are they using them? Like, Yeah, and I realized that, you know, a bunch yeah. of them are using sort of this whole media thing where you have um, either you, you're running, yeah. you're generating your sounds from, from, from a, a computer yeah, or yeah. you're running sounds from a computer through your laptop and then adding effects. Um, and yeah, I, I, I discovered, yeah. I, I, learned, I started learning about like the world of DAWs uh, from that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I had a laptop at the time um, I downloaded a, a very quick uh, DAW called, I think, I think it was Kick. That is so weird. They said Kick or Sona, Sona or something. Yeah. I don't Which is like now those, free, like, I think. It's now free. Things that yeah, used to it's work. free now. Uh, it's a free DAW now, which is, which is, yeah, but I guess you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, but I know it's free, you know. I don't even know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I downloaded it and then. Um, I remember I, uh, yeah. I also found there was a cable that you could get, which, yeah. uh, had media on one side and then USB on the other yeah. end. I remember yeah. I yeah. bought it on Amazon. I, I found someone who was coming back from the U S to Uganda and I bought that cable MIDI. so that we could use our PSR yeah. keyboard yeah. <laughs> and connect it to the to the laptop and I realized that then I could actually choose patches and different sounds from yeah. um, that uh, DAW yeah. and it wasn't like the super greatest experience but it was yeah. it just opened up a whole world of opportunities because yeah. I was like wow I can now get like all kinds of sounds it's like you can extend the capabilities of your keyboard um, <laughs> and, yeah and, and that was amazing that very eye-opening just like it was yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That just opened I, up the whole world. So this this yeah. is this is this the stuff you used like during the HOP band days? Like did you guys like start integrating that kind of I guess sciencey or mad sciencedness in like the band or was it was that later on as the band was growing? I'm just curious. Um that that was actually Okay, okay. I think we did that right from the start because I, you yeah. know, I, I keep having these conversations with, especially like Nelson, where we were trying to do <laughs> things that we had yeah. no business doing. Yeah. Like in the sense that we didn't have the resources, we yeah. didn't have the knowledge, we didn't have like anyone to guide us, but we just kept thinking about like all these, <laughs> like I think we had these grand dreams of yeah. being able to have this amazing music yeah. and perform at like huge yeah. events and obviously all rooted mm-hmm. in yeah. um, our, our love for spreading the gospel. Um, 
but we're trying to do things that mm-hmm. had yeah, not been done. Like, at least we didn't know of anyone who was doing them. Um, and I, yeah. I created, I definitely created uh, Nelson and yeah. I created, mm-hmm. I think, Martin as well yeah. for just being super open to exploring yeah. what happens and yeah. saying, hey, what yeah. if we did this random thing? Like, what would happen? Yeah. So I remember, I think, um, mm-hmm. like the first tracks we, we recorded were based off of, yeah. there was like a two, yeah. probably yeah. like a two track thing, a two track recorder or something like that. Um, so while yeah. they were experimenting, yeah. I was also trying yeah. to experiment on my yeah. end. They were experimenting with recording mostly. That was Nelson, I think. Um, in my end, I was mm-hmm. mostly okay. experimenting with like, how do you produce different kinds of sounds? Um, and yeah, so that's that's kind of how that happened. And I also realized that um, yeah. you we didn't even have to just do that in the studio. You could oh, actually nice. do yeah. that, sure. take it to like a live experience. Um, I actually remember, yeah, I remember this one time when we, mm. <laughs> I think yeah. it was a Friday and we were doing some songs at Watoto. And I rocked yeah. up to Watoto with my, I had an HP uh, laptop at the time. It was yeah. like one of the most basic laptops you could think <laughs> Those of. Laptops. I think it had like 256 MB Those RAM. Uh, had this yeah. like, yeah, 20 or 40 gig. Yeah. <laughs> super, super like basic. But I hooked it up to um, yeah. the, the yeah. keyboard that we had. And that's what I played. Like there was... <laughs> It was so, super prone to failure. <laughs> like it, yeah. there was no reason that like, it should have even stood up to it. But that's kind of what I went with. And I think, yeah, looking back at it, it's like, why would you even do that? Like it was super, super risky. But at the time, I think we were just so yeah. interested yeah. in like exploring yeah. and venturing. Yeah. So did you like? I'm just curious after school, like, school, like, like, was this is vac? This all this was happening, I guess, during vac time, like Essex vac. You guys just like mad scientists tinkering but when after vac there's like the whole university thing i'm just very curious about like what where your like i guess your decisions are in terms of like what you want to do going forward and if it was like a music thing or it was like a computer thing and like what you decided to do and how i guess you i guess move forward in regards to that kind of conversation yeah yeah i think um, I was fortunate enough that, so when yeah. I, when yeah. I went to campus, uh, I went to my career, okay. um, okay. I was studying telecom engineering and that had a bit of, yeah. it had a, quite a bit of exposure to computers as well. Um, and I knew that yeah. I wanted to yeah. go down the path of becoming better at computers, yeah. um, in whichever way that, that was. Um, and I do remember that, mm. like even looking back at the courses that I was interested in, uh, you know, we're doing like some of the high power, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like sorts of transmission and all those things, yeah. but I was really more interested in computers and programming and the, mm. I feel like that still complemented my interest in yeah. music mm. and especially like the whole tinkering around yeah. Like yeah. recording yeah. and creating like synth sounds and all that. So I never really felt like Ah, I had to choose between the two uh, per se. 
uh, yeah. But uh, I also felt like, I actually felt like they were very complementary uh, sort of ways of uh, my experience where I could, um, as a as an engineer, as a as a programmer, I would yeah. be able to lean into like how do computers mm. work and get better at that. How do you write software and things like that? Um, but then, on the other end, I could sort of tinker in a in a less uh, structured way with like music yeah. and computers and just sort of dive into that creative end of it. Um, nice. So yeah. I, I, I you just say engineer. I know you do like frequencies a bit of that in telecom and I was like wait that's, that's like music basically like but just different I yeah. guess a different idea of thinking about like music and sound but like that's very interesting that it's still tinkering with the two things you kind of like frequencies and I guess electronics and lines of code on some stuff so I'm just curious I know it's so weird like I the, the time we met when he's still in Kampala and like I knew as a programmer I didn't really know he was a telecom engineer it's, not, it's today where I'm here. I'm like, oh, wait, he was a telecom engineer all along. Like, I thought the man did, like, computer science and, like, uh, I'm just curious about programming and how you sort of got into it and, like, figured things out. Uh, because also I think you did your stuff early internet when Google was not our best friend. So <laughs> uh, I'm just curious about how you, I guess, self-taught and, like, I guess, figured things out. Uh, to get like really good at the, I guess the computer programming side of things. Yeah. 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 So the, that's also, I feel like that's an interesting question because um, if I look back at it, I would have probably yeah. studied computer science instead of telecom engineering. Yeah. <laughs> um, if right I had guidance. the right guidance at the time, um, I think, the reason why I went to do, uh, yeah, I, yeah. There, was, there isn't really much career guidance, yeah. I feel. I don't know if it has changed, right? Um, but like coming out mm. of school, when I was thinking about what course do I really want to do at, at, uh, on campus, I was just thinking, like, what is the, <laughs> it might sound weird, yeah. but I was thinking, like, what's the most challenging thing that you can do on campus? Because uh, most likely... If you can do yeah. the most challenging thing, then that means that you're probably going to be successful. Um, yeah. And at the time, it was either electrical engineering or telecom engineering. But I was actually more interested in computers, and I would have probably done computer <laughs> science and probably saved myself yeah. a year of study <laughs> if I'd done that as well. Um, yeah, but how I mm -hmm. I was able to build up some of those skills. Um, I think it's a combination okay. of uh, being in the right place and also knowing, yeah. uh, you know, some great people. Because um, I remember that mm -hmm. when I was on, I think this was my second Sorry. year of campus, yeah. when we're thinking about, <clears throat> excuse me, doing internships, there, there was a friend of mine that told me that there was yeah. this project that was going to start up in, at the faculty where there's okay. a professor who was interested okay, in nice. mm -hmm. building software for the university. And so what, yeah, so while other people were looking for yep. internships elsewhere, and I also tried, I tried to look for internships <laughs> elsewhere and mm -hmm. I really yeah. failed miserably at it. So this friend of mine rescued me 
um, he's called Andrew. He rescued me and he told me, hey, you know, there's, there's actually an internship thing here. You can get involved in building uh, software. And that was a, a great way for me to learn a lot about just building software. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say that we also didn't have okay. the best That's guidance, nice. yeah. but we had the opportunity, right? We had the opportunity. Someone gave us uh, like office space. They gave us computers and they gave us the time to say, hey, you can. Uh, yeah. I think that time we were building things on like .NET, but it was like, you know, you have the totally. time, you can you can try and, and learn. And there were some books that yeah, you could follow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it wasn't so much Google, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's one thing that definitely helped. Um, and at the time, I also realized that um, we okay. you could download a whole bunch of resources from mm -hmm. the internet. So it wasn't, again, like videos and all yeah. that, but there were lots of e-books that you could download, mm -hmm. mostly PDFs. They talked about programming. They talked about um, mm. just uh, building software, and so I, I remember getting a bunch of mm. those. Okay. And it wasn't just for software; even just for like sysadmin networking. Mm. Um, yeah. So I did spend a lot of time reading those those PDFs, mm. and yeah. they they definitely helped me uh, a lot. Wow, PDF reading—that's just weird. Practice, like that's like that's that's that's. Really help. I just can't imagine. Okay, I can imagine it because I learned Photoshop by by reading the manual. I think that's how I, I taught myself Photoshop. So, like, uh, yeah, because like I think it was Photoshop Seven, which is just like there's wow. no internet. You're just like, okay, Photoshop Seven comes with the manual. Let's just say layers. No, 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 no. Like chapter by chapter until you're like, oh, now I know this software. Yep. Let's let's do this. Uh, but like I can I, I can guess like I can I can understand it, but like. Exactly. I guess I'm just like, yo, man, because I mean, I did computer science in school, but I think for me, I did computer science when Google existed. So it was a bit easier to like, to like learn stuff or to like, like what's the, what's the other famous website where we find all our code problems? Um, I forgot the name of the software, pro websites, kind of famous website. But like this is what's, yeah, Stack Overflow. Yeah, like, I mean, Stack I sort Overflow. of went to school when that sort of existed in terms of, but when you tell me, like, reading PDFs, I was just like, man, like, when you get that weird error or, like, that weird thing, like, like I wonder how you, I guess, it was for tinkering on your side until you figured it out. Um, I'm just curious also, I just want to know how you transitioned from telecom into, I guess, the whole outbox world and, like, and how and how all that sort of, came to be uh, and like I guess how you started navigating in the world of Outbox and all these cool things yeah. with code and software and that kind of stuff yeah so the funny thing is actually uh, really? never really spent time at Outbox <laughs> but uh, it, it, yeah. yeah it still comes back to that experience that I was sharing about mm. where yeah. I was studying telecom engineering uh, on campus, um, but we had, mm -hmm. I had that opportunity Enjoy. to, away from school, be yeah. able to yeah. Yeah. Um, practice yeah. building software with a few other people as well. Um, and, you know, I, I think also just like you're saying, you know, you're looking at the, the, the manual yeah. for Photoshop yeah. True. and yeah. you have access to maybe a computer with Photoshop mm. installed. 
I think there's a lot of learning <laughs> yeah, that can go on in, in that sort of environment where mm. it may not be structured, but you have a, a desire to learn, you have access to a resource, and yeah. you have some, even if it's minimal guidance in terms yeah. of a PDF yeah. or you know, yeah. someone telling you once a week, you should try this, right? Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of learning that can happen in that environment. Um, and so for me, that's kind of how I just know that there was a time when I was on campus and I was going, I was doing all these other courses for telecom mm -hmm. and I didn't enjoy what I was doing until we got yeah. to like yeah. courses around computers or yeah. programming, or I think there was like another thing around like IT. Um, yeah. And I remember even my final year project okay. was based on work that I'd been doing before. Because I, mm. the what we had been building this .NET application, uh, me and a few of my colleagues as well, we what we focused on was providing, oh, okay, nice. like looking at the security aspects of what we were building, to figure out mm -hmm. like how can you make yeah. this more secure? What are the you know attack vectors for how this can be compromised? Yeah. And it became like a whole final year yeah. thesis. Uh, trying to understand how do you do threat assessments and all that. So I knew that even though I was completing yeah. my degree in telecommunications engineering after four years, I was going to focus more on yeah. Um, yeah. something mm -hmm. that had computers or something that had, you know, building software. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so that's kind of how I transitioned. Uh, so, wait, so I'm just, again, before we continue, sorry, I was so into the conversation, my brain sort of died in the moment when you're like, hey, he's done talking. I was like, what? Oh, wait, I was still listening to the convo. I was like, sorry. Anyway, the, he, no, no worries. It's, it's fine. It's fine. So I'm just curious, how do you transition from, yeah, the transition, like how you, and then you end up full-time working. Like, I'm just curious about like after campus, like what was, I guess, your situation and how you ended up where you are now. And like, I'm just very, like how you navigated that sort of space and like got to like what you're doing now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that is, um, so right after mm. I graduated, actually, even before I graduated, um, that uh, project yeah. that I was working on um, okay. to build software um, it was called the AMS project. Um, the so yeah. myself and the, the colleagues that I was working with, we were actually wow. offered um, actual roles uh, okay. at that project. It became like its own company, so to say. And okay. we were sort of like the pioneers where they're like, well, these yeah. guys are graduating, uh, but we like what they've been doing. Okay. Um, okay. So maybe let's offer them official mm -hmm. jobs with us to work on software. Um, Okay. Yeah, we're, we're trying to build okay. uh, software for managing academic records at the university uh, so that people mm. will be able to see uh, their grades in real time, so to say, and, yeah. and track and, and see mm. how they're performing. Because uh, we didn't really have that at the time. Yeah. And we also got a grant uh, yeah. through, I think it was a, the mm. presidential initiative at the time um, mm. that allowed yeah. us to then be able to focus yeah. on we got some funding basically to be able to work on that. So that became my first job. Uh, I basically, instead of going to <laughs> campus to study, I now was going yeah. to campus to work. 
it was the same building, the same office, yeah, yeah. the same, I used to go to the same places yeah. for lunch, right? Um, so that was interesting. Um, but then how I moved from that to what I'm doing right now, it yeah. was also, I would say it was yeah. a series of coincidences because yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say that I planned um, all these things. Um, but I do know that uh, there is a friend of mine who was a lot more um, yeah. up to date mm. in the world of like computers and software engineering. And yeah. um, I, I still look up to him okay. even now. Um, and he's also right now in the US. But I remember he, he was following up on all the trends around like software. And yeah. he told me, hey, there's actually a company that's starting yeah. up in Uganda yeah. that's very you know famous and renowned globally for building software. Yeah. And they're, yeah. they're putting up an office in Kampala. And it's like, hey, you should go and check them out. Um, and okay. at that time they were actually running a boot camp in Makeri as well. Yeah. Um, so actually he told me to go check out the boot camp and then see how, how that goes. But I yeah. don't remember what is, what was happening that time. I wasn't able to go to the boot camp, okay. but I remember going to their website and seeing that they had open roles. Yeah. So I remember I applied to, yeah. you know, just one yeah. of their open roles and I was like, yeah, let me go check this out. Um, and even going through the process of interviews and learning about yeah. the company, I was like, yeah, this is really something that I would love to be able to mm. do. Um, it was just so different from what I was used to. Cause I, I remember walking into their office <laughs> and, uh, you know, everyone is like casually yeah. dressed, um, sort of like that outbox vibe, right. And yeah. there was a, I think there was a ping pong table somewhere in the office. And at some point I saw people playing ping pong. I was yeah. like, this is, Definitely the kind of yeah. environment that I want to be in. Yeah. Uh, very chill, but it's like you're also working. Yeah. So long yeah. story short, I, yeah. I interviewed with yeah. a company that still works uh, at the time. They were based in Kampala. Yeah. And I worked with them for about two years before I okay. was transferred over to the, the San Francisco office. Yeah. So Yeah, but like... Um, cutting out a lot uh, of information, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, which is really cool. But I'm just curious about, like, um, <laughs> I guess I'm curious about, like, where you, because, like, this is the Madhouse podcast. I'm very curious about, like, in like all these transitions, were there any, like, I guess I'm very curious about things like, like self doubt, um, like just mistakes being made, uh, and like how you sort of, I guess. Yep corrected the mistake or learned from the mistake and then just made you get I'm just curious about all those sort of kind of I guess things that happen when you are uh like in these transitions especially from like the arms thing to like where you are now I'm just curious about like those kind of things and how you sort of navigate them as Tom uh I think like for every, especially with this podcast it'd be great because like for any young like developer or someone or some I guess they made pick a thing or two which I think would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great question. And I would say that I have definitely made mm. I've definitely made many mistakes uh, along the way. Uh, and yeah. the first of which is just not being intentional. Because, um, I mean, I think of it as a probably a, a double-edged sword in the yeah. sense that it had its pros and its cons. Um, 
I, I love that I've been able to explore a lot of different things along the way. And um, through that whole process of ex exploring and experimentation, I've been able to learn what sort of works and what doesn't work. Um, but I, mm -hmm. looking back, I would have probably sought more guidance um, from either people that I looked up to in a certain field to say, hey, you yeah. know, you've been in this area for, I don't know, X amount of years. Uh, what do you see mm -hmm. as a trajectory of, I don't know, maybe software engineering? Or if it was, let's say, music, it's like, what do you see as a trajectory of music, the music industry in Uganda or in Africa or in, in the world? And yeah. I think that would have helped me to focus some of my abilities and learnings yeah. to to be able to to get more out of it in a shorter time. Um, so that's one thing that I would definitely advocate for. If yeah. there's someone who's also on that journey and they're trying to figure out what works for them, um, you may not know exactly what it is that you want to 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 sort of focus okay. on, mm -hmm. but find people, find role models, find mentors that yeah. and sort of help you in that state. Um, but on the other hand, I would also say yeah. that you know, sort of give yourself grace. Yeah. Because I think that's one thing that I, I did uh, really well, uh, which is through this sort of exploring, I, for me, it was a fun experience. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you can do this. Oh, you can do that. Right. Okay, cool. So I kind of go and check it out. And if okay. it, if I found joy in it, I, I explored it more. Um, if I if I found that it wasn't as, as interesting okay. as I thought it was, then I would probably start to peel mm. back from it and start to pivot to something else. So I, I think that's another thing that um, it, it wasn't intentional, but I think, you know, just being able to walk into a different situation yeah. and explore and make mistakes and learn from yeah. those mistakes and try and make better decisions. Um, I think that's probably two things that, that I would like, say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we shall put a workbook yeah, aside to this podcast. <laughs> if you come, in case you come up with more ideas or more lessons learned, just be like, and the Tomo Cage lessons from, I don't know, from 30 years plus of like making cool things. Do you still yeah. make music? I'm just curious. Do you still like make music on the side? You have an album somewhere hiding. But we don't know about it. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I don't have, yeah. I don't really have an album per se. Yeah. I don't, I find that I don't usually make my own music. Oh, um, cool. I usually get, I usually collaborate with other people. Um, because I'm not super disciplined at like getting ideas from like inception uh, so to like all okay. the way to completion. But I love being involved in, Yeah. I love being involved in the creative process with other people and like uh, yeah. introducing, yeah. you know, sharing what I think I'm seeing and what I'm hearing. Uh, and as a matter of fact, just yesterday, I, after church, I think we spent yeah. like what, maybe four or five hours in this impromptu session where we started jamming <laughs> and it became, it became a bunch of songs that we eventually nice. wrote. So we have like a scrapbook nice, of nice, songs nice. that we, we wrote okay. uh, just out of that process. Yeah. No, so no, I still no, do no, that. I was just curious because I was like, I, hey, I, this I is music. music. I wonder, I wonder. She just sent, started sending new stems and stuff to like add to, just be like, hey, Tom, add like something to this. What do you think? 
yeah, we shall we shall send. Yeah, we shall I'd send love to. In, I'd love to do that. Back. We have enough. Yeah, I I, I got I recently I, I recently started learning how to make music. So out of <laughs> like I guess a weird, a weird a weird frustration. Nice. Uh, uh, I guess because I think for me and my side. Yeah, I'll send yeah. you. I'll send you like a private listening link, and you let me know what you think. But like, uh, it it became weird. I was like frustrated one time. I think in like, what is that weird year we all had? Twenty twenty, right? That was the year, right? I think that was the year. Yeah, I just decided like, hey, because Nell used to tell yeah. me, hey, like yeah. this audio engineering stuff is like really easy and stuff. So I said, you know what? How 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 hard can it be? So I just dis- dedicated the whole year mm-hmm. to like learning how to like. Make some stuff, uh, yeah. and I'd been in love with like DJs like Martin Garrix and like you know like a lot of EDM sort of electronic music DJs, and I was like, Wait, this music seems like something I could make. But how do I like yeah. like? And so I just the whole year, and so like this like last month I just finished like a full, I guess like a six part like project like fully like EDM tracks. I don't know what to do with it yet. Um, but I guess it would be fun. I guess some people have been like, "Hey, wow. you could play with like Unreal Engine and have like a virtual DJ kind of vibe." And I was like, "Ah, maybe seems like a good idea." But we don't know where it's going. It's just a fun, like, project. I don't yeah. know. It may never see the day of light. We just be like, "But now that you've said we can send this stuff for collabs, it may just be like, hey Tom, listen this stuff. What could we add? What can I remove? Give me some notes." Uh, yeah, never know. Be cool. So to end this podcast, I usually ask the guests. Yeah. The, yeah, the no, process I, I think, of uh, making stuff. Amazing. No, no, no. You're saying no, no. Keep going. Oh, you're saying. No, I, I mean, like what you just talked about triggered a thought because I remember working with a, a colleague of mine who was on the side nice. of building a a video game. And I remember he was asking me uh, as well about, hey, yeah. can you, I know you're doing yeah. music, can you do like soundtracks for my yeah. uh, video game? I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I think, I think we're at yeah. an interesting sort of like point um, where it's, we, we have this intersection of yeah. like creativity yeah. and artistry and then technology, and oh, yeah. they yeah. no longer feel as foreign to each other. Where we're now able to expand our creativity, yeah, like, you know, use all the technology that's true. available to create all kinds of interesting. Yeah, I was telling someone recently, like it seems like, especially like let's say in the world where I'm from, like like video animation. I was telling him like it seems like the tools have even become so easy that now you don't even need like like ninja skills to like. It's just now about what is the idea. And then, like, just go for it because it seems even the tools have become so easy. But even what you're saying, like, how they're starting to talk to each other so seamlessly that it's just like, oh, you want to move this from, I don't know, Pro Tools to like a yep. video program or from something to another thing. And they, there's so many tools and little plugins that can talk to each other and like make the job so easy. And it's like, I guess what is stopping us from making the coolest stuff ever because it seems like now it's like, what do you want to say? <laughs> we can, we can help you say it. Uh, now with like mid journey, yeah, in the yeah. like I've seen the mid journey stuff, the AI, 
generator you should check it out it's crazy you may think like no concept app. artists from like industrial light and magic were making some of this stuff but it's like guys just writing prompts and some crazy concept art and like comes out and it's like uh so why are we doing stuff in blender anymore because it feels like now it's just about like but i guess you're right when you say like the the i guess it's like it seems like it's a good time it feels like it's a perfect time to make stuff i think in my like it feels like when a period of time where it likes a good time to like make something like i don't know if it will live it, i don't know if it will be like very it's going to last forever i don't think so but like it feels like when a period of time where i'm making things yeah. is like the way to to go whether you're making like software on your side or i don't know building stuff or I don't know yeah yeah that kind of stuff i think it should just be exciting yeah. so tom yeah my last question it's the last question usually as every guest and guess we have bored them for like the past 47 minutes uh uh just um one one life one life one life lesson that you think the the, the guests i mean the audience and listeners of this podcast can sort of i guess go away with in case you know what i mean like just one life lesson to be like okay i may not know much about pcs or I may not know much about all this stuff but like I've learned one crazy thing and just leave them with that piece of life lesson that they can go with with mm-hmm. yeah I mean yeah. I think I've kind of hinted on this already uh, but yeah. this is something that I'm learning myself as well uh, I feel like maybe I used to probably be better at it and <laughs> now I'm probably getting a bit more cautious which is not great but just be yeah i think the life lesson would be to yeah. you know go out and sort of okay. explore and not be afraid to make mistakes uh, because it's in yeah. in the mistakes that you also learn a lot um so yeah. the, the goal should not be to never make a mistake the goal should be to yeah. learn from any mistakes and you know mistake itself is probably a dirty word in the sense yeah. but i think it's not not everything is a mistake yeah. sometimes it's it's just a lesson yeah. and and a lesson in what not to do right so this applies yeah. to to even just business where you're like i i want you to go and start this <laughs> thing to i don't know like a farm and you you can theorize about all the ways you make money with yeah. it but if you don't actually go out and start to do it and then you learn what either to do or what not to do then you're always on the back foot so Yeah, that's my lesson. And as you're doing that also just enjoy the journey. Um yeah. Uh due to an internet disruption at the end of our conversation, I would like to take this moment to thank Tom for his time and sharing his story and his lessons. Uh please share this with a friend, share this with people. Uh thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Peace.